This is Duke Nukem. Welcome to NerdCon 1. This is a NerdCon 1 production. If you like anything you see or hear in this episode, go to www.nerdcon1.com or search NerdCon 1 anywhere you listen to podcasts. Hey everyone, and welcome to NerdCon 1. My name's Nick. I'm joined with Corey and Steve. Um, you guys are going to notice Krista's not on today. She is uh, dealing with some stuff at home. So uh, reach out, show your support for her if you can. Um, again, this episode is pre-recorded, so uh, one of us will be on commenting, um, so feel free to reach out, but uh, just know we are pre-recorded. Woo. So uh, this episode is sponsored by Anchor.fm, as well as GamerGo and Asylum Music and MediaWorks, um, and this week we're going to talk a little bit more about our collectibles. Um, I think we all picked a few of our favorites, and we're going to kind of dig into that. Uh, Steve's going to take us on a visual tour, just you know, because he's got so many freaking collectibles. <laughs> Um, it's hard to pick man it's hard to pick i mean <laughs> how many rooms would you say so i have obviously downsized a lot of my collectibles but how many rooms do you have steve of collectibles um my entire living room my entire bedroom and half of a hallway half of a hallway now uh, i mean there's there's some stuff in my bathroom too not like, like pops or anything but like you know jaws stuff okay and I mean, yeah. if you look behind you too, it's it's all put on display in a really, really nice way. Yeah, lots of collectibles. That's yeah. just a corner. That's a fucking corner. <laughs> That's not even all my bookshelves and shit. Like, <laughs> hold on, let's 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 really just take a fucking look at. Like, Damn. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's. That's. Just, I didn't that's... realize it was. I didn't realize it was all like that. Oh no, Corey! You'll get to see today. You'll get to see today. I'm <laughs> oh, just yeah. gonna show my living room. Because my dogs and the wife are in the bedroom. I'll try to, like, post up a video of that sometime the next time we do collectibles or whatever. But, yeah, we'll get a nice uh, nice little tour around Oh, yeah, Steve's all, all horror room. collectibles. <laughs> well, mostly horror collectibles. And then your pops, obviously. Yeah, the living room's got a lot of horror collectibles. But, you know, me and the wife used to go to a lot of horror conventions. So, I mean, you know, we're really into horror movies. So, yeah. boom. <laughs> all right, so I, I'm going right. to say, Corey, since you have your stuff uh, – front and center why don't you kind of dig into what you have for collectibles today all right um i grabbed a couple pops i've got two other things um first one i have here is my masked ochako from san diego comic-con 2017 had to make sure um this is probably my most expensive pop that i'm going to be keeping <laughs> uh, <laughs> i collect a bunch of my hero stuff um the pop set, that's the one that I have. A full set of probably the biggest set of complete pops that I have. Um, this pop's awesome. I got it in like these nice-ass hard stacks, too. It's got like a magnet top. It's super thick. Oh, so, where'd you get magnet top ones, bro? Uh, magnet tops? Sevenbucksapop.com. Oh, fuck, man. I knew I needed to start ordering off of them. I was going to start doing their 100-pack uh, bundles for uh, the soft protectors yeah start you know cutting down on some of my shelfware because and then i thought about it like man i'm gonna need to order like 400 of those just to fit (laughs) like my inbox pops (laughs) jesus yeah right no uh those are good too i like these for like my high-end grails oh Um, all my all my expensive and rare stuff is in hard stacks definitely but those magnet tops 
those are cool because the bottoms every time i grab one the damn bottoms falling off of them that's the nice thing here too is there is no bottom like lit it's just the top and it's the magnet top dude that's so nice i like that i'm gonna i'm gonna definitely need to invest in some of those wait that's... what hard stacks do you have that have the bottom lid i don't think i had any with a bottom lid regular uh, regular yeah, regular stacks have a bottom on them Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't realize. And the, prob the problem is not all of them, but most of them have really loose bottoms. So, like, I literally, yeah. you pick it up, and the bottom will just fall out, and then the pop just falls out. Well, yeah, it's just that inner square times. on the main piece of the hard stack that slides into it. So there's really not much yeah. holding it in there. I, yeah. It's plastic. I was, thinking about super, I was thinking about super gluing them, you know, take the pop out, just super glue the rim of the bottom on the outside and let it stick in. So what I used to do with those ones is you get those little clear circle stickers. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if they're called stickers or what, but just kind of uh, put, put two, one like here and one here or one here and then one back here. And then it holds it up. It's yeah. not too bad. Not the worst idea. And if, especially yeah. if you don't get your finger smudges on the clear sticker, then yeah, exactly. And that would be called a sticker. I don't see why not. It's got a sticky surface on the back. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, they they come on. <laughs> so some, I know the ones you're talking about. They come on some pop boxes. They have them sealed, like my, yeah, my yeah, six yeah. inch Karama has it on the top and bottom. Exactly. I don't know why. Exactly those. Don't. Yeah, um, but yeah, I, but I've yeah. seen them around. I like these because a they're easily the best hard stack for a pop made. Dude, um, just having a magnet lock and is not, amazing. They're not stupid expensive, so you can get as you, they come in two packs. Um, I think if you get just a two pack, it's like twenty six bucks. So shipped, so it's thirteen bucks each. The more you buy, the cheaper it is. I oh, yeah. bought some. I bought four. It was forty four bucks. So yeah, I love their bulk prices. It's, um, it's definitely the place to go. You can get as much as a case of them, which is twenty four, and then it's two hundred thirty five bucks. So it's just under ten bucks each um considering that like just the normal hard stacks are like 10 to 12 bucks most places that's exactly. a fucking deal right there especially how many ones i have that i need or already have in hard stacks that i would just switch over mm -hmm. and just you know save the old hard stacks for shipping or something exactly you know? I, but like i put my grail grails in there oh yeah yeah i definitely got a few that i would want to toss in there that are in the three digits not so, quite master uh, you know, not quite your mass price, but you know, still in the three digits. Yeah, <laughs> good enough for a hard stack. <laughs> um, next pop I got. So all these are my hero pops. Is uh, Deku? He's the main character, um, signed by the voice actor, um, the English voice actor, of course. I'd love to get one signed by the Japanese voice actor. Um, this pop, I got it on a restock at one point, um, and it's available everywhere for like 15 bucks now um <laughs> but i guess at one point before i started collecting this pop was over 300 bucks oh wow. dude it was ridiculous it was like 350 almost for quite a while like yeah. it was yeah, and then it, as soon I, as they did a restock it just every day you just saw it dropping by like 30 to 50 bucks mm -hmm. until it was down to like i think it's worth like it's yeah, like, like 15, 15. Now. 15 Yeah, Jesus, God. that's Last time I yeah. think it was like 45. Yeah, that would suck. I, I know like 
there's a game a game of thrones pop it's a metallic children of the forest mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah dude that bottom that thing so bad used to be about eight hundred dollars oh it got up to eight hundred it got up to eight hundred holy uh, shit um, i remember so it ended up restocking randomly nobody knew about it nothing the day i remember looking at ebay sales at the time the day before the restock someone paid like 830 dollars for one okay and now now it's i want to say like 17 dollars 18 dollars i would be that's depressing oh no you see that dude in the vinyl (laughs) collecting world and the flag collecting world you see that shit happen so much so okay so check this out literally there's this band uh, there's this band i listen to the acacia strain and their favorite like their most popular album continent the flags go for like 300 bucks the original ones from uh you know like 2008 or so yeah, yeah. and uh i literally just saw one sell and then two days later they came out with a box set of flags for every single one of their albums Oh man. And it's just like, oh dude, I see it all the time. I see it all the time. I just saw um shit, this uh this this uh album uh the coloring book EP by uh Glassjaw. Uh that just I just saw that go for like 600 bucks or some shit and then they repressed it. Yeah, that's recently. That sucks, man. Oh yeah, dude, that's why I'm so weary sometimes about buying stuff on the aftermarket. Because it's like, you know, it's so popular, they're going to have to redo it at some point. Unless yeah. it's Wax Vessel, because repress or die. Yeah, that was the <laughs> nice thing with this, is this was the uh, Comic-Con one. So usually those don't restock, but this was also only available at the show. It wasn't shared anywhere. Yeah. So you could only get it if you were at the con. Yep. So that's why I was like, when I spent what I did on it, which is nowhere near what it's worth now, thank goodness. Because um, I wouldn't buy it at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was like, okay, I, I can justify it. It's never going to be around again. So, um, last... Huh? Oh, I was just clearing my shit for a second. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I had a bubble in my throat. <laughs> the last pop I got is Todoroki from My Hero Academia. Also signed by the voice actor. Um, a couple of these guys were at um, Albuquerque Comic Con um, or New Mexico Comic Expo, one of the two. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I I saw they were coming. I was like, I got to get these signed. I also got like my Azula Pop signed um, from Avatar, so that was cool. Um, I'll jump into the other things real quick here. Final Fantasy X. Favorite Final Fantasy game. I've got a tattoo from it. Um, this is the, for people just listening, this is the PlayStation 2 original game. My case is all types of fucked up. Uh, you can't see it, but there's like chew marks here. I don't know how I bought this game secondhand. Um, there's once I actually marks. bought, yeah, right? Does it look <laughs> like a human? Once I bought a PlayStation 2, I was like, all right, I got to buy this too. But um, the character on the front's Titus, and here, right under my finger, you can't really see, you can see it. I got it signed again by the voice actor. That's awesome. <laughs> that is cool so, shit. Yeah, when I met him, like, there's this scene in the game where he just laughs, and it's this awkward, 
weird laugh. Um, <laughs> and I was like, can you do the laugh for me, man? And he did it. It was hilarious. I wanted to record it, but I was going to have to pay for that because one of my buddies, uh, Josh, he loves the game too. And uh, I wanted to send it to him, but I couldn't. And then last but not least, I it's just my controller for my Xbox Series X because I'm on it all the time. I couldn't bring the Xbox itself up here. I wasn't unplugging it. I like you guys, but you. I, I like you guys, but not that much. Um, <laughs> so I three whole cords, Corey. Three old cords. <laughs> Terrible. And actually, recently. I got a rechargeable battery pack. So for you PlayStation people who like to talk shit, fuck you. <laughs> and said, and the best part is, is that Steve is wearing a PlayStation shirt. Um, yeah. Now that being I don't said, even own a PlayStation right now. That's funny. Um, but that being said, guys, let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors. Hey everyone, at Disney Adams here from the NerdCon 1 channel. I would like you to join me in welcoming GamerGoat to the family of sponsors for the NerdCon 1 channel. If you are a listener or a viewer of NerdCon 1, you can now get a 15% discount at www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. That's www.gamergoat.com using code NerdCon1. Uh, hey guys, welcome back from the break. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that message from GamerGoat. Bye. Um, so yeah, you know me, I'm Steve. I talk about shit and movies and now we're going to take a tour of my fucking chaotic collection of just, oh Jesus Christ, so much shit. Okay. So we're going to start over here. I got, uh, my face hugger replica and my, <laughs> um, lament box from Hellraiser, uh, car dice. I have a painting from The Exorcist that was done by uh, one of my good buddies, Congroy. I have a shitload of me with... Oh, hey, look, there's Krista, guys. Uh, hey. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I met the dudes from Scream, uh, George A. Romero, uh, Kane Hodder. Yeah, so those are all photos from when you were at, like, different cons and stuff like that, right? Yeah, different conventions, yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one here from uh, Rob Zombies 31, we actually got for free. This guy here, Jeff Daniel Phillips, he was the Geico Caveman. If you guys remember the Geico Caveman from way back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he's, he's fucking hilarious. He's a really cool guy. But uh, so, yeah, I got just, man, so much shit. Uh, that's like one of the first Jason comics. I got that signed by Kane Hodder, who was in the movie. I got a bunch of my uh, Cthulhu pops, more pops. Uh, Right here, probably one of my favorites, uh, my um, 8-bit Freddy Krueger from the original Nintendo with the yellow and green, I mean, the yellow and orange sweater because they couldn't generate red and green colors together, signed by Robert England, uh, who is, oh, man, he's such a nice guy, and it was so fun talking to him, but I had to wait, like, two fucking hours because he talks <laughs> to every no, he talks to everybody for, like, 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, and there was just That's cool, but it would also oh. be a pain in the ass. Oh, dude. Yeah. It was super <laughs> frustrating, especially like how much like I had to pay to meet him. Uh, but uh, honestly, it was worth it. I can't complain. I can't complain. It was well worth the price. Um, so over here, let's see. Uh, let's see. More pops up here. More pops up here. Rest in peace, Alice, uh, Alex Trebek. Alice. I don't even know what I'm talking about. I uh, got my Mega Man collection. Uh, my signed Freddy glove, 
That's um, pretty cool. I believe uh, from the first movie or the third movie, I forget. One of my buddies traded it to me for a surround sound system I was trying to sell, but I have it here in my shadow box with a cut up Freddy sweater in the background. You're yeah, a even... black and white Mega Man fell. Yeah, I know. He keeps falling uh, when we <laughs> close the bathroom door. So I'm going to put a little piece of tape on the back of his head. And uh, that empty spot there, I do have my napalm, uh, not my napalm bomb, my boomerang one. But he keeps falling too. So I need to put him back up. Uh, I got what, Corey? Sticky tack. Oh, shit. Yeah, I do need to get that. That stuff is great. The little blue gooey stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's oh, stuff fuck, Corey. wonders. Oh, thanks, man. I got to go out to Home Depot after this, so I'm <laughs> definitely going to get that. Um, let's see. Uh, more pops, more pops. A really awesome uh, charcoal drawing of Freddy Krueger that my wife did for me on our third anniversary that I had signed by Robert England. Nice. Um, more pops, more pops. Dog calendar. More pops, more pops. <laughs> um, dog calendar. <laughs> yeah, you know. Gotta have the dog calendar. Um, now those I really like there. They're picture discs. That's the uh, soundtrack uh, from Nightmare Before Christmas, and you can't see it, but on the center label of the Jack one, I have uh, an autograph from Chris Saradin, who uh, did uh, the non-singing parts for Jack Skellington. He was also a uh, Prince Humperdinck in the Princess Bride movie. Uh, he's a fun guy. He was nice to me. I enjoyed that. Um, Let's see, more pops, more pops. Sorry for the people listening, but I just have a shitload of pop vinyls and movies. So, you know, not really too much I can describe there. I got a bunch of 80s movies and 90s movies here. Uh, for some reason, some foam filler for my window is on there. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So there's my Bruce Campbell signed Ashley Slashy Pop. So I was telling Nick this story before you came on, Corey. Um, that it took me almost five hours to get that autograph. <laughs> I didn't stand in line the entire time because they split it up into two two-hour chunks each day over Saturday and Sunday. So I had to wait two hours in line and then get a ticket to keep my place in line, go kill two hours, and then wait another 45 minutes in line to actually meet Bruce Campbell from the Evil Dead movies. I am <laughs> insane, and I would do Big that cake. shit all over again, man. <laughs> well you know uh so then i got my little uh camp crystal lake section way over there in the corner i got Leatherface with a bunch of cut up body parts which concerns me because i had a bunch of fake intestine hanging up on the wall there and i don't know what happened to that so i'm gonna have to investigate that one but yeah so that's uh there's a little bit more over there on that wall so you know, there's shit over here. There's ones down here. Um, I don't have a problem. Oh, yeah, I got my really cool flag up there. That's my favorite band. That was from their last show. But, yeah, so I have a lot of favorite stuff. But, yeah, so there's there's my living room. Where the fuck are my organs? Ah, I'm so upset about that, honestly. You should probably ask the doctor for that. Yeah, let's see. Uh, you, you should be concerned slightly. I'm I'm surprised that you're doing a podcast right now. Where are my <laughs> Where are my organs? <laughs> well, and you, you collect know. a lot of uh, vinyls as well. You want to talk a little bit about your vinyls? Oh God, yeah, man, my vinyls. How could I forget that? Yeah, see, I just got my foot up there, 
and my weird face Christmas ornament, but I had a lower intestine. <laughs> wonder if my wife moved it somewhere. Yeah, I got a lot of cool – Um, I actually got a lot of cool – sorry for disappearing off camera there for a minute, guys, but uh, I had to go find some stuff or not find some stuff. But anyways, uh, yeah, I also collect a bunch of fake uh, – I love your ghost uh, – a bunch this of fake my, body parts. This is my replacement for today. I'm That's like, your replacement for today? Peace out. Rock, rock it out, man. Rock it out. Well, let's see. I have two uh, cut-off faces. I have some fingers, uh, some lips, some ears. Um, I collect organs in jars. I got my, uh, my badger fetus and a couple sheep's brains. Um, yeah, we yeah, talked about a, this. I'm yeah, not, we've I, talked not, about I'm the not, yeah, I'm not down. I'm not down. Yeah, no. At least I'm not showing them this time. This is I, <laughs> we and the viewers. Thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I got uh, on top of all this nonsense. I have 320 plus vinyl with many pre-orders waiting to come on in throughout the year. Thanks COVID for slowing everything down. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. So there's. There's a touch into Steve's collection. Well, all right. Still more. Still yeah. more. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's take a quick uh, break to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we'll get back to uh, a little bit more collecting. <coughs> Looking for that missing element to take your media from uh to amazing? Music sets the perfect tone, pun intended and creates a professional atmosphere that draws your audience in and helps keep them engaged. Here at Asylum Music and Media Works, we offer a variety of services and products, from simple jingles to intros and outros to full-blown production services and more. We even wrote the jingle you're hearing right now. We know how much goes into production every week, so why not let us take one extra thing off the plate for you? Schedule your free consultation today by visiting our website, asylummusicandmediaworks.wordpress.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Asylum Music and Media Works. Just look for the teal logo. We cannot wait to hear about your project. That's Asylum Music and Media Works. We are back, and thank you so much to Asylum Music and Media Works for sponsoring this episode. So if you guys are just tuning in, we are talking all about collectibles and the uh, our favorites pretty much. So um, I don't know if I've actually mentioned it on this episode. I used to have a much smaller collection of pops than these two. Um, I did move recently, so I sold it as a bulk lot um, and got rid of the whole whole package, um, which was nice to be able to you know clear out space. But one thing that I will never get rid of is my book collection, um, primarily Disney books. So my Disney book collection ranges from a lot of like how-to guides. This is 2019, um, just, yeah, what is that? Uh, oh, this is the unofficial guide. So I've got guides, multiple different guides from each year. Um, I really like, uh, I didn't bring them over with me, but um, the Imagineers um, have done books separately. Um, if you don't know what Imagineers are, they're pretty much just Disney engineers. Um, and they've done their own books of schematics of the park, stuff like that. Um, but even over the years, I've kind of gotten into collecting things um, or books more along the lines of the artwork. This one is like one of my prized possessions. This is got a lot of the original notes as well as artwork from Walt himself. So... Um, this was just a 
crazy find. I was at some pawn shop and they're like, yeah, we've got a couple Disney books. It was like $2 and it makes me happy. Um, but then just <laughs> continuing and like, I really got into a lot of the artwork, um, a lot of coffee table books that they've done over the um, years, uh, especially earlier on was these big clunky, thick coffee table books. But um, yeah, I also started getting into Star Wars um, books, like more along the lines of the different ship encyclopedias, character encyclopedias. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but the, the company that creates all the car schematic books, they actually made a set of Star Wars schematics for each of the ships or prominent ships within the storyline. Um, I have the Death Star one, but that one's like, I mean, even down to like, they'll talk about like a spark plug or some couple that needs to go into this area. And it's a full diagnostic schematic of the Death Star, which is super neat. And it's not as thick cool. as that artwork book, which I'm surprised <laughs> by. Uh, <laughs> as far as collectibles, though, I think, and I don't know if this falls in a nerd or more extreme sport, but I've always collected skateboards. Um... I've been skating since I was four, I think. I got my first board from my dad. So um, one of the cool ones that I got, this was when I worked as a manager at a Zoomies in Manchester. Um, but Dickie Brewer um, is a surfboard maker out of Hawaii, and he made a small line of cruiser boards. I mean, these things are tiny if you look at that. Um and I grabbed one the second it came in. I think that we only got three. <laughs> um, that's that's the hard thing about being someone who skates and works at Zoomies is that you buy boards way too much. Um, I'm not a manager at Zoomies now, so I don't do that as much. But <laughs> um, the cool thing about that is, is I actually had a kid come in with uh, to get new wheels. And he had original cellophane wheels from the 70s on his board. And I'm like, what do you want to do with these? He's like, oh, just throw them out. So I'm like, yeah, no, these are coming with me. I bought bearings, threw them in there, and threw them on that board, and which was neat because I mean, with with the 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 old school wheels, I mean, you can slide on freaking anything. Um, that was the whole point was like the street surfing kind of talk or not talk, but like kind of deal. So like that, they were super neat. Um, now I've got a total of one, two, four, five six boards and nine decks um ranging from long board to cruiser boards stuff like that and the thing i like about a lot of the boards like i've got a board from sector nine that i got in 2006 and i still ride that one that's my daily long board um and they've remade that board a hundred times but the graphics are never the same the artwork on it every time they have a different artist do it um and like the board i have has this really nice scene like a surf scene with like this little baboon kind of on a ledge looking at the water um and every single one i've seen like the same exact board i mean down to the trucks like got all the other equipment on it if you don't know what trucks are um but never the Dude, same artwork if i lived where you did i'd wait for one day where the streets are just clear go up to like the top of the hill by the church and just cruise down Main Street. Oh, um, when I get up, because I get up ungodly early on the weekends, I will do that before people are out and about. <laughs> um, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a few I, hills I in just, town that I just crank down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which it, it's fun. But um, And then the only other thing that I really have as far as collectibles now outside of an exorbitant amount of stickers like on everything. Um, is, I have so many stickers, but nothing to put them on. 
Oh, my laptop's pro- covered. I've got some of my car. Uh, my mini fridge is covered. It's yeah, it's it's a bad obsession. But um, the other one that I was <laughs> going to talk about is hats. Um, here I'll move my camera real quick. Sorry, it goes out of focus when I do it, but need, I've got a hat wall hat there, and um, a bunch more in my closet. But I like hats. This is Pyre. We used to be sponsored by them. Fuck them. Um, and then <laughs> this is actually a local company. And the ones that I'm doing, I've been given permission to actually have the logos on. They are in town where I live in Mystic, Connecticut, um, the North Swell. So they've got a lot of really cool hats. So I've been kind of looking at theirs. And a lot of their prints are on the New Era, um, the 950 hats for hat, um, snapbacks, stuff like that. And then um, Brixton Custom Quality is another brand. They're not local, but um, they make a lot of really cool stuff. So I've been kind of branching out into more Nick? like local. What's that? What do they make, Nick? Hats. Oh. Well, yeah, hats, beanies. <laughs> they make a lot of cool stuff. I, I, I thought it was made like a company. Like, um, no. You had like. No, you can. Brixton, you can buy at most skate shops. I know Zoomies has them, stuff like that. But. um. Oh, they make hats yeah. like they, they do a lot of like the five side hats um which are a little bit different style than like the snapbacks or anything panel, like yeah they're a five panel excuse me um and stuff like that like a lot more of the old school they make the dad hats now so does that that uh north swell company that i was talking about um yeah, too fat to skate so i don't know any of this i know element no actually the only actually i don't oh, think calm. not a single one of those are skate hats one's uh surfing kind of thing one's just hats and then the other one's pyre the people who, who used to sponsor us that were or in better hands by the group known as formerly known as gamer goat currently known as gamer goat and probably always known as gamer goat but <laughs> um other than that yeah, guys I, i'd collect hats too if i my head was shiny i'll tell you what it's protection against skin cancer you just gotta you just gotta wax it up every now and then. No, so I had a bet with a friend that if he permed his hair, I would do a turtle wax. And I looked into the whole waxing thing. Really bad idea. It creates like <laughs> yeah, this no. coat that like attaches to your skin, and like there's only certain ways to get it off, and it probably will take skin with it. Dude, none um, of those guys. My, that's what my I'm gonna do. Is next... an esthetician. Yeah. So every time she sees one of those videos of like the dudes putting the fucking wax in their nose to fucking get the hairs out or do it on their instead of shaving or do it on their head like none of them know what the fuck they're doing it's fucking so terrible she sits there and just talks shit on their technique you're not supposed to pull it like they tug like they just put it on your head and then they just like start ripping it you're not supposed to do that yeah aren't you supposed to like roll it or something like that yeah i'm not the esthetician she is (laughs) fair enough (laughs) you're asking the wrong guy he makes Ugly bitch is pretty. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay. All right. Um. So. Know, uh, go ahead, Corey. When I go home next time, I go home and I see you. I'm just gonna have like a handful of like some sort of shining, shiny wax stuff. I'm gonna rub it on your head and slap your head. Get okay. floor wax. And then I'm gonna get punched in the mouth. I want to see if we can get that cool little glare, like on like a camera flare style, off yeah. my head. If we do it though, like, <laughs> I I have stipulations, but I could be okay with this. Maybe not the head <laughs> slap. The head slap might involve a slap back, but once once said slap fight is over, like we can we can work with this. 
Uh, Corey, I All know right, you cool. should rub on his head. No. Let's... I don't I don't think that's necessary. Yeah, sex wax. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um so for sure not necessary. On that note, <laughs> for um surfboards, bro. I know what sex Zog sex wax. I know exactly Corey what it doesn't. is. Corey doesn't know shit. Just Over keep there. going with the fucking show. <laughs> Well, on that note, um, actually, let's let's head right in to figure out where they can find us on social media. Uh, Corey, where where can we find you on the social spaces? You guys can find me at Funko Squid on Instagram, where you should actually see each of these pops out of their box. Ooh, and uh, Steve, man, no one gives a shit. Um, <laughs> uh, always collecting something on Instagram and Cinephile Sunday or Cinephile Saturdays. I don't even know my own show anymore. Cinephile Saturdays, both on Instagram. Check yeah. me out. Cool stuff. Maybe I post there. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm at Disney Adams anywhere you find uh, a screen name, really. So um, if you guys liked anything you heard in this episode, make sure you head over to www.nerdcon1.com or you can just search NerdCon1 anywhere you listen to podcasts to get the audio version. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening in. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. We have Anchor.fm, GamerGo, and Asylum Music and MediaWorks. And uh, make sure you guys stay tuned for Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Weekly Recharge. Thanks, guys, and we will see you next week.